0: better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this monday episode of the show today's episode is brought to you by built bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order kyle how are
1: Mm -hmm. you nothing the the answer to your question is nothing nothing is better than this Nothing is better than Victory Monday for those teams who enjoyed (laughs) Fruits of Victory, including the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, Joe. A combined 12-5 and on the season.
0: When's the last time that's been the case? Probably 1995. 95, really?
1: Um, That was the the Bills' last division championship.
0: Well, the last time they were 7-2 and was 93. 93? Yeah, ninety three. Wow. Yeah. When's the last time the Dolphins were five and three? Uh, five and
1: three record is the best start for eight games for the Dolphins since two thousand and fourteen.
0: Oh, I don't think we can help you with twenty fourteen. Not, not with Rex, brother.
1: Yeah, that was the uh, was the Joe Philbin year. So you know that team fell apart at the seams when it came down to crunch time in December.
0: <laughs> So yeah, the, the AFC East standings do look a lot like the early '90s, with the Bills and Dolphins atop it, seven and two, five and three, and the Patriots two and five. The well, Jets and we zero and eight. And we got that other clash tonight. Yeah, don't miss it. Monday Night Football: Joe Flacco against Cam Newton. If this was uh, 2013, <laughs> it might be the, a game. The,
1: These two teams combined after tonight will be some combination of three and fourteen. Not good. It's wild. Yeah. A lot of the standings are wild though. You know, this is not locked on AFC East.
0: Nope.
1: Uh it is nice to be in club dub yet again, uh, which I'm sure you would agree with, Joe. But we're here to talk about the action yesterday, not just our own allegiances and hearts. So uh we look at the league standings right now, Joe. Right now, the division leaders across the league, the Buffalo Bills, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8-0. No, they survived the scare against the Cowboys yeah. yesterday. Garrett Gilbert.
0: My Garrett guy from Gilbert, the Apollos.
1: Our Apollos. Yeah. He had them humming uh, for the – And then they made a late push at the end of the game too.
0: Dude, that game was stupid. Like, Pittsburgh – you want to talk about escaping? That's what Pittsburgh did. Correct. With some of the turnovers that they, well, they got they, and, and they like some of the penalties 13, that came
1: up. 13 and- nothing.
0: Oh. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, I mean, Pittsburgh's a better team. But one of those moments where you play down to your competition and – well, that's, Things are weird. That's kind of been
1: a, a Steelers MO for a while, right? That's kind of why it's so surprising that this team is 8-0 for the first time
0: in franchise history. Yeah, but also never had a losing record with Mike Tomlin. You know, so it's like
1: – Well, and guaranteed to not have a losing record this year already. Right. they 9. They've, they've, there they've, there it is. They've achieved five hundred already. Congratulations.
0: The, sh- the streak continues.
1: Christ. Must be nice. Uh, speaking of the AFC North, Joe – I'm watching this Ravens Colts yeah. clash. I don't know how much of this game you saw because you had uh, the Bills playing at that point in time. But the Ravens offense is
0: problematic
1: at this point. They are so, not they're not all on the
0: same page right now. Talk to us about that, Kyle. You you did a ton, a ton of work on this team going into the year. You you I think I'm sure you probably watched almost every one of their games. What is going on? Like, is it okay to be nervous about Lamar? I know that he's like 20-5 and five as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He tied, it wasn't, he tied Dan Marino's record or something with that. But, like, he's not playing well. And I don't know if it's okay to talk about that yet, but I'd like your thoughts. Well, let
1: me ask you this, Joe. When's the, when is – how many 300-yard performances does Lamar Jackson have this year? He might not have any. 300-yard passing performances. I'm guessing none. Zero. Yeah. How many 275-yard passing performances does Lamar Jackson have this season?
0: I'm guessing zero.
1: Zero. Season high was 270, and passing it came in week one. So, since week one, Joe, this team has played seven games. How many additional 200-yard passing performances does Lamar Jackson have? Three. One. And it was a... 31-17 31-17 win over the Washington football team with 206 yards. Here's Lamar's passing numbers for the season: 270, 177, 70, 206, 171, 173,
0: 192, 156. Uh, sub sub sixty 60- cent. 60% completion, I see. I mean, passer rating of 84. Point, or, no, excuse me, I'm at 62.9 passer or completion percentage. Rating's 95. But, like, what's the story here, man? Is he not hitting throws? Is it is – it, what is it?
1: He's – the full field is not available to Lamar Jackson to throw the football. You can tell how uncomfortable he is throwing outside the middle of the field this year. And what teams are starting to do is, you know, they, they're taking their traditional rush. The Colts did an amazing job of doing this against Lamar. But they press up the field, and then their immediate counter move is to climb back towards the line of scrimmage. And they'll crowd the middle of the field, and Lamar hits the top of his drop, and the middle of the field's crowded, and what do you think he does? Bails? He starts to climb the pocket like he's going to run. Oh. And the Colts in these contain rushes are working back up to the line of scrimmage. And they probably had three sacks in this football game in which Lamar fell a yard short of the line of scrimmage because his eyes had committed or his mind had committed to running. So I don't know how you improve the self-efficacy and the confidence of Lamar as a passer right now to access more areas of the field. But this offense is a problem, dude. They, they have one game in the last six in which the offense has had more than 20 first downs.
0: Bills have had twenty first downs in every game this year. The Ravens have two performances
1: this season of 400 yards of offense. Now, granted, one of those came last week against Pittsburgh. They had 457 yards, 265 yards on the ground, but they turned the ball over four times and lost the game. In a game that they they were on top of Pittsburgh by two touchdowns in the early in this football game, they had no business losing that game. Baltimore's so how how not on the same page right now?
0: I, I mean, I feel like we're talking about a team that just lost a football game and is two and six. They're six and two. Their two losses came to the Chiefs and Steelers.
1: Right. Credit, I, credit I, to their defense. Credit to their running game. That's the identity of this team. But that's been the book on Lamar. That's the concern on Lamar. Right is it was the last two times this team got into the playoffs and they needed Lamar to pass to win the game, could he do it?
0: Yeah, it's a big question, Mark. Kyle, when it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines – and their all-new Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity is, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone, and one membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com/NFL. That's e-c-h-e-l-o-n-fit.com/NFL.
1: Joe, I have All one right. final note on Lamar. This All right, uh, he's been sacked 21 times uh, through eight games. That is two less than the number of sacks he took in all of
0: 2019.
1: Mm. Uh, he is, His sack percentage is 9.0 this oh, that's year.
0: Too, that's too high.
1: And his net yards per attempt is under six, 5.94. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. So, is it just the evolution? We talked in the very long pre-show that you and have I had.
1: a 45-minute pre-show yeah. talking about yeah. Bill's Dolphins, yeah. yeah.
0: So, we talked about the evolution of, of of quarterbacks and how teams play them, and you kind of have to continue to find answers, prove that you can beat this style of play, and, and and go on. So, is it a situation where we're just waiting for Lamar to figure out some stylistic way of defense that he's seeing and it's going to be okay, or, like, do we get nervous here?
1: I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, I think. Losing Hayden Hurst hurt a lot more than the Ravens You've been probably talking about that, that for weeks. Did. Losing Hayden Hurst and replacing him with Pat Ricard, who's a 285-pound fullback, versus Hayden Hurst, athletic, kind of built out of this same mold as some of these other really successful receiving tight ends. That's a winner in that area of the field, and you've now elevated Nick Boyle, who is a really good blocker, but should be your tight end 3. He's now playing in a prominent role in the 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 Ravens' two tight end offense. It's not working. So as much as we want to sit here and say wide receiver is a need and it is a desperate need for this team, until Lamar shows that he's more confident throwing outside, tight end is just as big of a need for the Baltimore Ravens offense. So
0: let's would you rather
1: Oh, I like what you did there. Nice. <laughs>
0: Rashad Bateman or Pat Fryermuth,
1: and I feel like Bateman still wins enough in the middle of the field and with the RPO stuff that I feel like he's a really good fit for Baltimore. I'll go with Bateman.
0: All right, so what what if I said Rondell Moore? You probably would have took Fryermuth. Yes, yes, because stylistically, Bateman moves the needle
1: in that style of offense in which there is so much misdirection and post snap run pass keys slants in the middle of the field. Yeah. That Minnesota offense has a lot that would pull well into Baltimore.
0: Where do you want to go now?
1: Well, let me, let me finish working through, let's go through divisional leaders. Right. Okay. Let's just acknowledge yeah. them. Bills seven and two. Steelers eight and no. Stop the count. Yep. <laughs> 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 Tennessee Titans, six and two. Kansas City Chiefs eight and one. Philadelphia Eagles three, four, and one for as bad as they were early on. This team quietly poised to make a run for five hundred next week. Green Bay Packers 6 and 2, New Orleans Saints 6 and 2. Layeth The Smacketh down on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. And then the Seattle Seahawks at 6 and 2. Uh
0: Buffalo Bills 2 and 0 in the NFC West, uh, inching towards a division title there as well. well as you better keep them.
1: pace. Miami finished 3 and
0: 1. Oh, did you already play them all?
1: Yes. Oh, man. We lost to Seattle by 8 and beat the other three teams. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we have, Bills got a chance to go three and zero. So we just,
1: we just got done saying at the beginning of the year that this was the best division of football. Bills and Dolphins looking good.
0: Yeah. Well, they got to beat. They still got two more to go. So what happened? It, what's the tie? It's head head to heads. The tiebreaker for Bills Dolphins for the NFC West champion against yeah. them, each, each other. Correct. So correct. So big games here as we set up.
1: could win the East, the AFC East, and the NFC West if it's all said right. And done.
0: And I will have somebody get that shirt ready for me to buy because I will, <laughs> I will buy that <laughs> for for sure. Kyle, we got to talk about Justin Herbert, the Chargers, the Raiders. and fade passes to your third string tight end with the game on the line. Oh, it kind of worked
1: too. That's the thing, right? Like,
0: well, they both worked, he- right? The Mike Williams play worked, and then he didn't finish the catch. And I, we're talking about inches with with Parham, but like. It, it, the Chargers are just getting creative with how they lose games.
1: When it, at at what point does this – we both have nothing but great things to say about Anthony Lynn, right? We, we think Anthony Lynn is a good football coach. He's a great man. But at what point does this stretch become reflective of his head coaching of the Los Angeles Chargers? And that's a genuine question. I don't have the answer to that right now
0: it's tough man because they're it's one of those things where you know they he had a really good first year there and they're in it right like they're in these games they've, lost, mean, I, they've
1: lost six games by a combined 24 points
0: yeah that's gross but is it i mean the team's got to learn how to win right i mean we've we've seen that uh, this chargers team has a young quarterback and and a lot i mean i don't i don't think they're a super young football team overall but it, i mean It's hard to say that Herbert's not playing at a winning level. I mean, the dude's been unbelievable. But it's those, like, critical moments where – and and a lot of times I don't think it is Herbert. I think it has been coaching decisions. But, like, as a group, this team's got to figure out how to learn how to win. But, like, I still go back to, like, do we see – if the team doctor doesn't puncture Tyrod Taylor – No, you probably don't see him. Which that's – see, that in and of itself is bad because – you're watching these players. You're evaluating them. And to be so, like, like through a straw seeing Tyrod Taylor running the offense and, like, you got this dude? I mean, you can't tell me he's bad in practice and he's a gamer. Well, like, yeah, but I would counter you with this.
1: Please as far do. As it I, pertains, I cannot wait to hear this. As far as it pertains, the Chargers are in these games, right? They are on the cusp every single week this i can see this being part of the argument the turnovers justin herbert had a bad turnover against the chiefs in week 2 late in the game and the chiefs won the chargers lost the chargers had four turnovers against the panthers in week 3 and lost by 5 the chargers had two turnovers against the Buccaneers in week four and lost by seven. They lost in overtime to the Saints. They just let that one get away from them. Then they beat Jacksonville. They have two turnovers against the Broncos in a game that they completely melted down in. And then another turnover that they lost by five. So what does Tyrod Taylor not do? Turn the ball over. So so if you're Anthony Lynn and you're looking at your team and you're saying, I like a lot of what we have, We want to play close to the vest. We want to play close football games, and we don't want to beat ourselves. The Chargers are playing close football games, but they are beating themselves.
0: I feel like this is good for Herbert, though. He's going to be better for this.
1: Yes, but is it good for Anthony Lynn and his job security? Well, That's the ultimate conflict. So that's where if I (laughs) look at the quarterback, how they handled it, that would be the case that I would build for how Anthony Lynn is looking at his team And saying, okay, this is the way we want to play this year. Because you and I have talked about this off the year as well. The NFL is not the place to go out and win 49 to nothing every single week. It doesn't happen like it does in college football. So, coach, these coaches got to be real with themselves. We want to play tight games. We understand we're not going to blow teams out. We can't beat ourselves.
0: Uh, Is Shane Steichen ready to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers? (laughs) their offensive coordinator (laughs) i bet not 35 this is uh yeah this is only his he was the interim oc for the chargers last year and um i mean he's he's got a pretty light resume to be honest with you no but
1: i i say all that to please don't get it twisted chargers fans justin herbert should be playing justin herbert should not only be playing he is playing astronomically well the future is extremely bright with Justin Herbert and the chargers. He's playing even my, I'll ex- play my expectations item as top 12 player in the draft. But as I'm just trying to get an Anthony Lynn's head, as far as why we asked yeah. this question, if the team doctor doesn't puncture the lung, does he play? That's what I come up with. What else you got this week?
0: Um, I mean, there's tons to talk about, uh, why, Kyle, what, first, why don't you tell people about the best tasting protein bar in the oh, world? Oh, you want to yeah. talk about
1: our friends over at Built Bar? Yes. Well, here's the thing about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar, it's a protein bar that actually tastes like a candy bar. You've probably heard us say that before on the show, but have you actually tried it? Because if you haven't, you are, we are not pounding the table saying this is a top of the first round protein bar. For any other reason, other than Joe and I are both extremely big fans of the prop. Built Bar, talking 200 calories per bar, one sandwich the grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar, up to 20 grams of protein per bar, 18 flavors to choose from. These things are delicious. You can visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED ON, and save 20% off your next order. So don't just hear us praise Built Bar. Praise it for yourself. Find out what all the fuss is about. Go to billbar.com, dot com. Use promo code locked on and save twenty percent.
0: So Kyle, you kind of packaged this discussion as we reflect on the week that was in the NFL, as with talking about the division leaders. And so yes. as you've you've surveyed this crop of teams, yes, who's who's the teams that like you are nervous about them not finishing where they are right now. Hmm. I mean, you got it, Pittsburgh, well, I start the AFC East. I, I put out a tweet last night about this Dolphins remaining schedule, which is nearly the same as the Bills remaining schedule. The Bills are, I mean, they're one, they're only one up in the loss column and right. they play each other.
1: Right. So you're a game and a half up on Miami in the, in the standings right now.
0: You know, I, I, it is, I do think it's, I think it's a situation where you do have a team that's at a different, a slightly different point, right? I mean, the of Bills, are t- you know, of and course. so it's hard to envision like the Miami Dolphins like making up that ground, and they're going to have to win in Week 17 if it comes down to it. So they're, I think they're obviously chasing, but I think that the Bills have a. What are the Bills' next four games? Oh, it's it's very manageable. They go at Arizona. It's the bye week, then they the Chargers come to town. Okay. Then it's at San Francisco. Okay. And then home against the Steelers at Denver, at New England, host the Dolphins. No, I just
1: won the next four. Oh, uh, well,
0: Cardinals, Chargers, 49ers, Steelers.
1: Okay. So you're I don't want to be presumptive or disrespectful to the other teams here, but your worst case scenario is two and two.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: Which gets you to nine and four. Yep. I would say similarly based on the Dolphins' next four games, which is home against the Chargers, at Denver, at the New York Jets, and home against the Bengals, two and two is probably your worst-case scenario based on the way the Dolphins have played football right. through this point. Right.
0: Season. Dude, you want to think they can win all four. Yes.
1: But, and, but yeah, if the Bills have a worst case and the Dolphins continue to go on a run, and that's one of the things that we said over the summer too, Joe, what do good teams do? They peak good- late. They, good teams go on runs yeah. and string wins together
0: the bills have had uh, wins a consecutive win streak of 4 and they're uh, amid a three game streak right now
1: and miami's won four consecutive football games
0: so look with at this.
1: with those four games coming up yeah on their schedule so
0: you, you can't assume eight in a row though
1: right right it's you know i mean we're, we're going to lose yeah like you're going to yeah. lose again this season it's going to be okay it's not going to be the end of the world well. but yes i would still say buffalo's probably going to win this division but it's gonna be a little closer, I think, than than some people thought, relative if you would have said, sure. Hey, Patriots are gonna be three and five at the midway point. And Bills fans would say, put it in the bag, we got it.
0: <laughs> well, and dude, so it's the division's not the only course of the playoffs for Miami. They currently have the seventh seed in Correct. the playoffs. Correct.
1: They are currently in the postseason as things currently.
0: Stand. And I mean, you you're sitting there kind of working up against like the Raiders and the Browns. And you get a head to head against the Raiders. Go do it,
1: right? So, I'm a little discouraged about how Indi- – credit to Indianapolis' defense. I thought they played really well.
0: Yeah, they're a good group, man.
1: Um, Jonathan Taylor's a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vision, right?
1: Yeah, and he had a fumble that was, you know, a, a killer in this game as well against against Baltimore. So, they're sitting at 5-3. and three, They're gaming behind Tennessee. But you watch Tennessee play, right, because Tennessee got to the point in which they were – 5-0, and then they lose to Pittsburgh, they lose to Cincinnati, and Indianapolis coming into the week was also 5-2. and And you say, well, wait, hold on a second. Like, these teams are technically tied for the lead in the, in the south. Tennessee comes out, they take care of business. Their offense was not good against Chicago. I don't know if you saw the numbers, dude. They scored 24 points but had 11 first downs yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: against Chicago. They were outgained by Chicago, against Chicago by 150 yards. But they forced two turnovers, and that's the difference in the game. So I feel pretty good about Tennessee. But that is, I think, one the one to watch in the AFC. In my opinion, is the AFC.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not even worth talking about the AFC West. Uh, what about what about Tennessee? Well, you tell me. Um. Well, Seattle's winning the West, man. They're
1: they're they're good. You know, their defense is not good. Right. No, but they are such a
0: good. Kyle, that team. was too kind of you. Their defense is not good. Well, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah, I think they're winning the West. The, the South. I mean, they're the Saints beat Tampa twice now.
1: Yeah, so they're they are now they're six and two versus Tampa six and three, but they've won right. both head to heads. Right. So like I you're mean, game and a huff up. You're game and a half up right now. Right.
0: Green Bay's winning the North. Eagles. Yeah, it's South. The AFC South. Huh.
1: The uh, Chicago regression's real, isn't it?
0: Yeah, everybody. I mean, we knew that was happening. 3-0 and
1: 5-1 and, and, five and one to now losing three straight games to the Rams, Saints, Titans. They get the Vikings this week, which might just be what the doctor ordered because I believe <laughs> Chicago uh, owns Minnesota as of late. How about Minnesota, though, Joe? Dalvin Cook back in a big way. Whoa, this is going to be our version of the fastest three minutes. We're, oh we're,
0: my! Yeah, Dalvin Cook what he had like 250 yards from yeah, a monster. <laughs> Woo! Matt
1: Patricia defense, brother. Yeah, scored 34 points, 34-20 win. Um, Matt Stafford knocked out of this game yeah. at one point uh, in the late in the game. Chase Daniel comes in, but Minnesota man, they haven't turned the ball over in their last two games or two and and0 They beat the
0: Packers and the Lions. Just gonna scratch and crawl their way out of a, a quarterback good job
1: yeah and they're also gonna you know reaffirm that uh that mike zimmer situation there they're gonna hold status quo and you know, that <laughs> that's kind of the risky thing about these second half of the season runs yeah
0: Could feel better about yourself but you know
1: at, it happened to atlanta and now look at yeah. atlanta it happened to uh the jets yes Adam Gase last year they went six yes. in the last eight games look at the jets now Yep. So just tread carefully, Minnesota. No, I'm all for having a lot of pride and playing every game to win. But just tread carefully. Don't let, if you do finish the season strong, they might challenge Chicago. To be honest with you, dude, they've got two games left against Chicago. If they win these games, they also have Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville, and Detroit again on their schedule. Minnesota does.
0: Still, they're two behind the seventh seed in the loss column.
1: Oh, I'm not saying they're making a playoffs. So I'm yeah. just saying they might challenge Chicago in the division standings, and they might come out and they this team might finish hey, 500.
0: Great, be the eighth seed and pick 17th, and yep. yeah.
1: Let's see what else. We gotta get. We gotta get. Carolina more gave the
0: Chiefs a, a fight, man. Yeah,
1: Matt Rule, the coward of all cowards. 67-yard field goal. Are you kidding me?
0: The bigger point is that they had every opportunity to make it less than a 67-yard field goal. Just right. like Cliff What, what with, were they with, doing
1: with, at the end, man? Oh, God. And then you got five seconds left, and it's like, all right, they'll run the Hail Mary. And they tried to do some, like, pop pass on a speed out. I'm like, what are you doing? You're settling? You're, you're trying to make this a 62-yard field goal to push play on?
0: Bad, 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 bad. Same thing with uh, Cliff and the Cardinals when – they had a chance to tie the game against Miami, and they turtled water. up and handed the ball to Chase Edmonds. And- two, and a,
1: two and a half minutes left in the game. First yeah. play of the drive, you hit 35 yards to get on the 40-yard right. line. Right, You give the ball to Chase Edmonds the next two plays, you pick up four yards, and then you, you try to do a right. slant flat with Kyler, and I believe they did something with the mesh point, which slowed down the throw and forced him to get it out quick, and he threw it into the ground. And it's fourth and one, you kick the field goal, and you miss. And if you score a touchdown, you win the fuck the game. Whoa, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. Joe, our Washington yeah. Giants bet is uh, a little more interesting now. Yes. Uh, Washington two and six, the Giants are two and seven. But did you see the stats for Daniel Jones?
0: I did not actually.
1: Not his numbers for this game specifically.
0: Oh, he only beats Washington, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this see This is yeah. incredible.
1: I yeah. had not seen this, and they pulled this stat out. I said, there's no way that's real. It's real. So, <laughs> Daniel Jones in his career, he's undefeated against Washington as a starting quarterback. The only other game he has won as the starting quarterback was his first career start at Tampa Bay. Right. Figure that, right? So, take every other start. Aside of Washington and his first career start out. And he is 0-16 as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Mm. When he's not playing the Washington football team or his first start against Tampa that required late-game magic to get the job done.
0: And it was magical. Yeah. It was. Had, that had the giant
1: social media account firing off hot tweets, revisiting <laughs> your draft day takes like with the delete button. They were feeling themselves after that one and here we are now he's 0 and 16 he is 1 and 16 as a starting quarterback against anybody not named washington that is unbelievable
0: takes on takes tonight
1: takes on takes tonight 7 30 p.m eastern standard time you can bet your bottom dollar we will be repping some afc east garb right you got to wear something. Look
0: up what garb is, but some, yeah. Some
1: apparel, something of fanhood, oh. you know, represent for the East since it's AFC East on Monday Night Football.
0: Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Rep-
1: represent the division, some divisional pride.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Kyle Krabs, Joe Mario, 730. YouTube, the Draft Network, takes on takes live, your hot takes. We look forward to fielding them. We look forward to you joining us and we look forward to talking to you tomorrow if you miss us. So hit subscribe on the pod, swing over, see us tonight. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast.